Jasmine does not lie. Or play. We're back. Okay, guys. So, if you've been listening, this is part two of our two-part series of your ideal 12-month relationship. However, let's get into the darker months. Darker, I guess. Yeah, these colors are technically darker. Yep. So, let's start talking red. So, what does that look like? Red flags, right? So, now you're entering the six to nine months phase of dating the same person you were dating the past six months in our previous episode. So, over the weekend, I started rewatching. yes, I said rewatch. Love is Blind. So for listeners who have watched it, you guys know the whole situation with Deep D and Shake and how Shake was a total dick, asshole, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and he obviously, you guys, let me quickly explain the concept of Love is Blind, right? So there's plenty of people who go into this dating show, dating game, whatever, and they meet people strictly based off of conversation. And emotion and everything. There's no physical aspect to it until they get to a certain part and they make it to a certain part of the game. So in one episode, Deep D, no, I'm sorry, Shake, asked Deep D, like, oh, you know, will I be able to carry you on my shoulders? What would you do if a guy said that to you? Like, obviously, you haven't seen this guy. You haven't seen any side of him physically, nothing. But he says that to you. Like, you know how deteriorating that is as a woman? Or even if, like, you said that to a guy, but, like, in a different way. Like, I feel like at that point, you're not getting any other word from me. Yeah, I feel like that is definitely (laughs) what happened. I feel like that's definitely a red flag because at no point in your relationship should these... Body shaming. Yeah, this is... At no point in your relationship should questions like these be asked. Like, Whether you've seen them or not. Like, yeah, sometimes long-distance relationships, you haven't seen your per- the person yet. But that's not one of the questions that you're going to ask. Yeah. Will no. I be able to carry you? Will you fit on yeah. the chair? Like, what? No. Yeah, that's crazy. That's what we're not doing. We so. might have to fight after that. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. You know what I would have asked? I would have asked, if I punch you in the face and you bleed, will it hurt? Oh. Yes. I'd ask him, like, yo, you kiss your mom with that mouth? Like, <laughs> you wouldn't say it. Oh, speaking of mom. Yeah, Even he, his mom yeah. was just, like, basically telling Deeply, like, run. Yeah. Because yeah. that man only cares about himself. And on top of that, remember, at, at a, some point in the show, he said, like, oh, she reminds me of my aunt. Yeah. That, cool. like, he's dating Imagine that telling a guy, he reminds me of my uncle. Well, first yeah. of all, no, because he'd have to be Dominican. So <laughs> that's not going to happen. No, but that's just such um, a slap in the face. Yeah. Please so don't ever, ever go to somebody that's like that. Yeah. And if someone starts talking to you about something that clearly does not have a positive impact impact on that, then red flag, get out. Because trust me, it's only going to get worse from there. And those are the type of people that you need to literally get away from. And I feel like with comments like that, the person is comfortable enough to now speak to the person like that. And you're recognizing them for who they truly are, right? Because all it takes is one word, one comment, one sentence for them to be like, damn, you really had the balls to say that to me? Like, who are you really, Mm -hmm. right? So all these questions are coming about. No, and then sometimes people will let it slip thinking, oh, it just kind of slipped out. It happened this once. He's not like this. I really know who he is. You can't take back what you said. No. If they said it once, they could say it again. And they'll do worse. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So let's get into something called gaslighting. So I think Ileana wanted to touch base on this. Yeah. So I feel like gaslighting and narcissism are two important things to talk about when 
when looking at red flags in relationship. And I feel like the words are sometimes used interchangeably, although they are pretty different, but they are all toxic traits in another person. So according to Google, <laughs> gaslighting is a form of persistent manipulation and brainwashing that causes the victim to doubt themselves. And while a narcissist lies and exaggerates to boost their self-confidence and their bruised tiny little egos, um, a gaslighter does so to augment their domination and, and basically control the situation and to make sure that they always have the upper hand. So, Yeah, like shake. Shake? I feel like that's literally was shake. shake. He was a narcissist, and I think oh. he was called a narcissist on the show. Yeah. yeah. He is a legit. I forgot who called him a narcissist. Yeah. Basically, everybody. everybody in the show hates him. <laughs> yeah, I remember at the reunion. That's Even the guys were like, "Like, why are you talking? Like, You're just literally like adding more fire to the flame. Like, Stop, stop talking. talking. <laughs> like, Literally, they were talking about because how, how dare you disrespect someone like that and think that you can get away with their thing? It's okay. And then, oh, and then when he said, oh, I the only person I find attractive is Vanessa. Remember yeah. when he said that? Vanessa while her, is, husband, is while her husband is sitting right next... Miss girl. I so hope he ends up alone. So again, if you ever need a, a visual representation of what a narcissist looks like or a gaslighter, look at Shake. Love is blind. Shake. If you know, you Season know. Season what? Two. Two. Season, two. Season two, Love yeah. is Blind on Netflix. So, speaking of Shake, let's talk about warnings, right? So now people, and obviously not everyone, catches on to these warnings and people's true colors right away. But ideally, in this phase, this is when you start seeing this. So when people's true colors start showing, the questions start coming up, right, on both ends. Like, And obviously, we don't want to make this one-sided, but let's say you're the one now showing these red flags. Like, are you expecting the guy to tell you about yourself leave like talk it out communicate like what's the next move i think if you've already had conversations about certain things that it's a little rocky or questionable and there is no improvement or change um regarding like the respect that you feel towards somebody and the disrespect that you felt towards a certain comment and there's no improvement there's then if it, if, if there's no improvement that person does not care does not care and doesn't care enough to change or to see what they're doing wrong. <coughs> Sorry, what they're doing wrong. Yeah. And I feel like at that point it starts becoming a habit. Mm-hmm. So, no. I and, and again, I don't think I'm of any help because I get turned off so easily. So talk to me wrong. You don't even have to give me a couple tries. Just try me. Rub me the wrong way once. And and I'm already starting to like cut the rope that binds Unfortunately, us. I feel like I'm always the one. Well, you give people the benefit of the doubt if you I really d- like them. Yes. Okay. I'll in certain situations, I'll agree with that. But eventually, I start cutting that rope. Yeah. Just thinning it out. Yes. Um. Yeah. I'm not even gonna talk about me because you guys just already know. But anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into. How do you get to really know your partner, right? So we mentioned in part one that friends could influence how your partner is or how do they act, right? So let's talk about family. So let's say you're now at the point, six to nine months, right? At some point, you start meeting the family. Or their brothers and sisters, right? You take it slow. You meet their cousins. You go to an outing. And you now see how the family is, right? Obviously, these are people they grew up around, grew up with. And their family is like, whoa. Like, you even see red flags in their family, What's your next move? Ooh, and that's tricky because you can't tell them like, "Yo, I don't like your aunt." 
Your mama like I think sucks. she's <laughs> I think she's too loud and I think she like whatever, like she's she yells too much. Her chicken they, was greasy, yeah, like <laughs> Yeah. I think nah, that's be out. I, chicken can't be greasy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is just like a touchy touchy thing. I don't know how I would deal with that one. TBH. I feel like if I'm at dinner with like their immediate family <laughs> and I see bits and pieces of my partner in them and mm -hmm. they're all the same person, then I cannot give the benefit of the doubt because I'm literally seeing right in front of me the same person that I'm dating and the and same qualities people. and everybody. So I can't say, oh, it's probably because he just picked this up or that, that, that's just no that's he's just been who, doing it because they he all been, has doing, been it. doing this because exactly who i'm seeing right now in multiple people so th those red flags give me the green flag to dip <laughs> okay i like that yeah i don't see green or red i'm always like in the yellow <laughs> oh god no because you'll just like tolerate but you're a rare breed you'll tolerate for a while rare breed but Anyway, um, that's kind of like if you're at dinner, right? Like Diana said, you could see like the mama's boys. Like, why is your mom like putting your napkin on your lap or like, oh. I don't know, like ordering for you, like that type of stuff? I'm like, what? I like, hate you just really that. start seeing a different side of what he allows as a man, or and then you start yeah. noticing like, oh, like the reason why he like if you guys are cooking, all the reason your why questions he gets are annoying, answered. Why, why, he gets, why he's annoyed is because I didn't serve his plate or for certain things. I'm not your mom. Because a lot of guys look for their mom and their partners. But I guess as women, we also may look at our partners like our dads. Like, I honestly don't sense. mind like serving you. Like, hey, like, I'll serve you here dads. and there, but it has to be equal. Then you'll serve me. Or like it, it's just small little things like that which make a really big difference. But if you are constantly expecting this every single Absolutely time not. to fulfill your ego or to fulfill whatever that you have, you got the wrong one. Like... I to go along with what you said, I know that I passively brought it up at one point with somebody that I was dating because his mother would baby him. Like, everything was... It wasn't even his mother. It was his grandmother. His grandmother would baby him. Like, everything was done. And he would make comments here and there, like, expecting me, like, oh, when you cook for me, when you do this... I'm like, boy, <laughs> absolutely not. That's no. And I I'm fine doing these things. Just don't tell me to do it. Like, yeah. let it be genuine. And everybody should do things genuinely, not because somebody told them to do it. So. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that like trying to just like move forward a little bit. I think that also causes expectations, like what you expect your partner to do because you've grown up, you know, with that your whole life. And then those are when the arguments start happening. Yep. So those nasty arguments that you try to avoid. I remember I was in a situation where I was temporarily living with my partner at the time. And like he was working different hours than I was, whatever. So like these expectations quickly grew like, oh, I put the laundry there. Like, make sure you fold it. Make sure I fold it. Like, no, we're going to have mm -hmm. an argument because, like, what is that? But, again, these expectations mm -hmm. start being created. And then because I'm reacting. His... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm living under his roof or whatever the case so is. So now you got to go by his rules. Yeah. Absolutely but it's not. like you're expecting me to have dinner cooked, fold and wash all your laundry. And it's like, no, I'm going to react to that because 
I never agreed to that, and it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. If you have a day off, how about you do my laundry? Which I would never let somebody do my laundry. But you get the point. Like, everybody should do as they please. And, mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't have an argument from that. Just do what you want. That's another example of a gaslighter and narcissist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Right after all these arguments begin, you guys have like little bickers back and forth. You start realizing how a person reacts to the smallest things, whether they're sensitive about it, whether they lash out at you, curse at you, which hopefully not. Um, You start noticing a different side of them and the differences that are happening between you two. The dynamic may change. Um, Or even if you guys run into the same issue, let's say it's laundry day again. Is it now weird? Because like you don't know how to approach the situation if he's still expecting you to do these things. So what do you guys think about that? Um, Something that my mom has always, like, told me that I think it took me a little while to, like, now realize is that a person, when you're in a relationship, you have three sides. You see the good side of them, you see the bad side of them, and then you see their truth. Yeah. And that, my mom always told me, that's the third eye. So for me, when it comes down to like the third eye, that's their truth and actually who they are. So they seem very like they can seem very charming. They can seem very um, your perfect person. And then you can also see their bad side. But like, oh, they're stubborn. They're just who they are. They're like annoying. They're selfish. Blah blah blah. But when you actually see the, their truth and their ugly side, that right there is who you have to fear. Yeah. And that's exactly who they are. Like that's like their. How can I say like that's you see them as clear as day. And if you can accept that, then that's on you. I like that. But if you can't, then that right there is telling you like that's your intuition basically saying leave. Yeah. Okay. Now, if their third eye, of course, is pure, like, you know, this person has all the good qualities like this person, you know, the good um, is better than the bad or, like, you know, because of their, their bad qualities, you know, it doesn't make them who they are. And if you actually their truthful side you actually see them then that's fine but most of the time when you see the third eye you run yeah and i've seen that so many times for my other two previous boyfriends that i've had their third eye it's violent it's sad it's very like demeaning as like a person as well like as a woman like they really like bring you down and you have to run from that and like, I kind of can side with Julie on this. Like, you know, sometimes you give them, like, the benefit of the doubt or you mm-hmm. try to stay because you try to change that person. You can't change their behavior and you can't change their truth. Yep. And I that's when, like, the that. super controlling and, like, jealousy, like, characteristics play in because now you're at a stage with this person eight to nine months and you're pretty much, like, pretty involved with each other, pretty invested. So now they feel like it's okay or you feel like it's okay to talk to them however you want, um, mm-hmm. to tell them, hey, you're not going to wear that or, hey... You can't go out without me. So that's when all that plays into what Diana was just saying. Yeah. Um, so now we've approached the end of the one to nine months. So let's now do some redirection and reflection on what has happened the past nine months with this person. Right. So you guys have had these hard conversations, maybe a few arguments, um, maybe a few times where you guys went out um, without each other, whatever the case is. So. Now I feel like mm-hmm. the color red kind of turns into orange, right? So it may not be so dark anymore. It may not be so harsh or red flags, but I feel like orange kind of represents finding peace, right? So Reborn. <laughs> Reborn. <laughs> Rebirth. Um, so now you're making decisions. What will make or break the relationship? So how do you guys feel about that? 
I think the hard conversations in the agreements, they become better to talk about and they don't feel as uncomfortable or hard. Um, and I feel like this is the part as well where you kind of just see if this, if the things that you are compromising for and suddenly for will make or break the relationship. And this is also another part that you have to really define what success means to you. Does success um, in your relationship mean staying to try to work it out and and, and try to get past the hurdles that you've um, endured? Mm-hmm. Or does that mean just leaving? Sometimes people will only define their personal success by the longevity of their relationship. But you have to realize you were a person before this relationship and you'll be a person after if that's what it leads to that's like when people say if they've been with someone for seven years and like oh my god like i'm never gonna find someone again like i just exactly wasted seven years but like i hate when people say i wasted time with someone because no. you didn't every person is, is an experience and every person teaches you something that you needed to learn yeah. about to become, yourself yeah about yourself to become a better person so i never say that time with someone is wasted whether it's two months or two years yeah so i definitely true. do agree with that um and you, you guys know, like, people always say, like, opposites attract. So I think Diana wanted to touch base on this. Yeah. So I always thought, like, you know, a lot of people say opposites attract, right? But if they attract, does that automatically mean that they'll stay together? You know? Um, for example, like, you know, me and my boyfriend, we are completely different. He is hot and I am cold. Um, but for some reason, we always made it work. Now, that doesn't give everybody the green pass. Like, oh, because, we, because we're opposites, we attract, boom, we'll make it work because, you know, you guys some make it work. Some opposites are two opposites. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes two oppo- like, opposites are two opposites. And a veces salpica. Sometimes it's like oil and water. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, sometimes there are going to be highs and then sometimes there are going to be lows. But, again, if the lows are there are there, and they're more frequent, don't try to make it work. Don't mm-hmm. try to make it Take just because it for they what attract. It is. Just because you guys attract does not mean you guys are going to stay together. Now, this goes back to what we were talking about in the previous episode. We're like, you know, you guys formed a friendship. Just because it didn't work as a relationship does not mean that you guys cannot work. I mean, you guys can't stay as friends, which is why you guys mm-hmm. built that foundation as friends. Yeah. And you guys accepted, yeah, we're complete opposites. But our relationship is not meant for us. Mm-hmm. But if it is, then yeah, great. Yeah, go for it. Com- common agreement that, hey, this isn't going to work. It's okay if it doesn't. Like, you just weren't meant to explore things romantically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of, right, let's say it doesn't work. How do you guys break the cycle of accepting the same kind of person? So, obviously, you saw all these different colors in these people, right? So, you saw the red, you saw the bright, all that. How do you accept... Wait, how do you... <laughs> how do you break the cycle of accepting the same person? So... I feel like at this point, especially um, especially with where you are in the relationship, you really need to like evaluate what led you here. Mm-hmm. Um, what what traits in this person like attracted you to him or her? And I think through that, then you'll realize like what you need to uh, I don't know, not I don't want to say not look for, mm-hmm. but try to stay away from avoid it. Yeah, try to stay yeah. away from it in order to avoid it. That's the only way. But you have to acknowledge and, and redirect your focus. And learn. I agree with you on that one. More than I anything. Do. I agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. So let's get into some story time. So I'm going to point out, let's see, Ileana. So tell me about a time when you met someone and they turned out to be completely different than what you expected. 
Um, a time I met somebody and they turned out to be completely different. Um, maybe Liana was a problem. Oh, mom. yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe Liana was a problem. <laughs> no. Damn, I wasn't going to say that. Jesus. <laughs> um, no. So I think with my last relationship, I met them and they, I'm not saying they're, they're a horrible person. They're, they're a great person. He is a great person. But I came into it with an idea of what this person is because this person was affiliated with my family. So I got this picture of this person, but when I was in the relationship, I'm like, oh, he's actually not this. He's actually like, he, like he doesn't have it all together like he paints it to be. So I think that's, um, that's that. And I just definitely exposed him. Uh, I feel bad about that. Anyways. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's okay. I've exposed plenty of people. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, actually the next question, I feel like I should answer or maybe not. I think you should. If you're <laughs> questioning, you sure. if you're questioning, I'm questioning you the question, to, yeah, you should definitely. So answer. I'm going to tell about a time <laughs> that I knew the person wasn't for me, but somehow I still stayed. And I feel like a lot of people go through this again. It's the idea of giving people the benefit of the doubt. Oh, he's going to change. We had this conversation he's going to change. Uh, no, he never did. So I was in a relationship where the person continued to treat me in a way where I knew wasn't right. My friends were telling me, Hey, this isn't right for you. Like you shouldn't continue with this person. And I loved this person so much because I assumed that this was my future. Like all our goals were in line and this and that. But the one little thing about how he treated me was the one thing that was missing to fulfill me. But because everything else was aligned, I stayed. And that is the worst thing I could have possibly done. Because I probably would have saved myself like two years out of that. But it's okay. Again, like I mentioned before, it's about gaining experiences, not wasting your time. But I definitely do suggest to our followers, if you're not in a relationship now, to learn and observe the person early on before you spend plenty of years with them kind of ignoring these characteristics of the person so and don't get caught up in in what you think and what a perfect life would be with this person yes. yeah like really the fantasy enjoy mm-hmm. the little milestones enjoy just like being present being present and taking your time because you are going to save yourself so many headaches like just taking that time early on yeah definitely so i think with that we could definitely finally give you guys our rule of life so eliana i'm passing it over to you taking the mic okay so today's rule of life is people keep changing partners to avoid changing themselves and with that we leave you there yep drop (laughs) thanks for tuning in (laughs) thanks Thanks, everyone thank you so we are out all righty and here we go (laughs) i was damn near willing to just let him talk to me crazy because that shit was out of this world like yes daddy yes okay Like, I was literally willing to ruin my career. Um, If this ever came out, who it was, you would be like, bitch, do you know what Google says? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But I also know what that dick said. That dick spoke life into me, invigoration, blessings, soul, turmoil, but heaven. Jesus, oh, I'm sorry, please God, understand, this is just my truth.
This is just my truth. This is just my truth.